You've got a passion for the outdoors, a desire to feel the warm sun on your face, the sound of your fly line whipping through the air, the pop of the water as the fish inhales the fly you just found in the floorboard of your truck. You need to feel the cool waters on your feet, the crisp north breeze of a November morning, the sound of a turkey gobble, the December rut, the chills of an elk bugle in September. It's the longing passion to chase your obsession. This is what we share. This is what we preach. Welcome to Honey Hole Hangout. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have an apology to make. We didn't have an episode last week. I mean, it's kind of your fault. I think you should be making the apology. You kind of set up the expectations, too, that like, hey... We may or may not be going to every other week, and then all of a sudden I was like, hey, it happened. Well, no, I told you guys I needed to reschedule, and you guys are like, I'm too busy. I got too much shit going on. (laughs) (laughs) And then we were going to do it at Real Recovery, but then Zach went to bed at like 6 p.m. on Saturday. I went to bed at a reasonable 10 (laughs) o'clock. I stayed up till 1 the night before. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. stayed up. We stayed up late. We had a good time. We did have a good time. We had a good time. So, Zach, uh-huh. what are we drinking? So we're drinking two things, but <clears throat> we are starting with some Desert Door Texas Satal. So, what they do is uh, once or twice a year they release a what they call part of their conservation series. So they've partnered with nonprofits um, for different reasons, and this release is called the Pollinator. So it's an extremely limited ba- uh, batch number, and this one ha- is made with like mesquite, grapefruit, and honeysuckle, all of which are extremely important to native bee species in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so, what they're going to do is, with the proceeds from some of the bottles, they are donating back to help grow um, pollinator plants. So that way, we can increase the honeybee population. Because I don't know if you guys know, honeybee populations are dying down making it um, a lot harder for just things to thrive and and, and uh, keep going. Nice. So what do you guys think? I'm a fan of Sitol, so I like Sitol, too. Yeah. Same. Same. I'm into it. Have you had it before? No. Yeah. But I've had mezcal plenty, and it's mm-hmm. I know it's not the same, but it's uh It's, it's, it's cool similar. It's, it's not as smoky, <laughs> but yeah. there is, like, that earthy quality mm-hmm. to it. But it's also, like... A little citrusy, like a little bright because of that. You yes. Know? This is my first time having it, and it's it's very, I don't know. I don't know how to say this, like flowery. Does yeah. that make sense? Florally. Mm, yeah. yeah. Floral, there you go. That's a good word for it. And this one's a little more floral than <coughs> their um, their original. I think maybe because they've added the extra, like the honeysuckle and stuff into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I get the citrus kind of influence on yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, their other... Their their main product has like a real earthy tone to it, like so it's like it's real. Other than saying it's like earthy, you know, like mm-hmm. it's weird until you try it and you're like, oh, it's exactly yeah, it sense. is. You know, yeah. it's it tastes in the best way possible, a little like dirt. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But not in a bad way. <laughs> you know, yeah. which is weird as it yeah. to say. You know, I was trying to explain that to Landon when he was at the brewery. There's. Uh, kind of a yeast strand called Britannomyces that yeah. gives you a lot of those same kind of earthy, yeah. kind of almost grassy kind of hay kind of characteristics. Yeah. It's, a, it's awesome. 
Yeah, there's a lot. You know, sometimes you have like a real tobacco for it too. It's not, mm. but it's not a bad way. It's yeah, it's all it's yeah. It's good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like lick, licking dirt off the ground. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm into this in like a Paloma would be awesome <coughs> though. Yeah. You know, like real grapefruit for. I agree. Yeah, the bottle alone. I mean, the bottle's worth the buying itself. Just yeah, the, the bottle looks sweet. awesome. Well, there there are other <coughs> bottles that that bright blue kind of like uh, clay bottle. Okay. It's neat, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I always stop. And it's, it's in the tequila section, even though it's not. Um, but if they ever have one of their limited batches, I'll always pick it up just because they're they're fun. They're yep. doing some cool stuff. And it's just and I, I like the product. Like I think Satal is really So good. let me get this straight. We went to Real Recovery with a bunch of bottles of whiskey between me and you with the goal of clearing them mm-hmm. and failed horribly. Yeah. And then came back and we bought some more bottles. I bought two. So I forgot to mention who's sitting at the table. So we have I'm Landon. We have Zach to my left. Hello. We have Zach Adair to my left. Oh. To Zach Adair's (coughs) left, we have Zach Harris. Uh And to Zach Harris's left, we have Grant Powell. Welcome back to the podcast, Grant. Hey, happy to be here, man. So we're going to talk about a lot of projects we got going on, real recovery, all that good stuff. Heck yeah. But before that, let's do some announcements. Okay. Uh, well, real quick, though, just yeah. going off of our last names. So my stepmom's last name was Harris, right? Uh-huh. And so for the longest time. Weird. <laughs> right? It's kind of a weird way to start this. Right, right, right. Well, no, no, it makes sense because, like, my last name's Adair, right? And yeah. so uh, the running joke was uh, I'll uh, Adair you to, make, to marry a hairy ass, you know. Dude, a lot of people call me hairy ass, right? Not uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot of people. Nice. A lot of my so. friends from high school like to call me hairy ass. Yeah, the way you just, like, named it, dropped it, like, back to back, I was like, oh, brought back some memories. Yeah, nice. So couple of announcements. Honey Hole Hates Trash has been going on. We're going to extend the deadline because not that many people have participated. What was the original deadline? End of April. End of April. Okay. So. What are we extending it to? I don't know. Why don't we? Infinity. Well, I don't even. Okay. I jumped into this. Lake. Okay. What's go the ahead. Honey Hole Hates Trash? <laughs> okay. Explain it to me. It's very simple, Zach. I'm surprised besides you haven't participated. Besides <laughs> the picking up of the trash, I, I kind of get that part. You okay. Don't know, you throw trash on the ground. <laughs> Dude, I had a whole trash bag this weekend. I could have just dumped on, on, the, on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You go fishing. Or not. I don't really care. You go outside <coughs> to your local park, your favorite river, to the playground. I don't really care. Pick up some trash, put it in a bag, take a picture. Go to honeyholeangling.com. Click on Honey Hole Eats Trash. Fill out the form. Upload the picture. You're entered to win free gear from Tough Fly. You know, not to put it's you on. It's a fly tying kit, a UV fly tying kit from that Kevin donated. But I'm almost embarrassed that Kevin, you know, donated all of these kits for us to give away, which is I think he's donating three. And we have hardly had anybody participate. I don't I don't You guys should be picking up trash regardless. Now we're just incentivizing you to take a picture. And fill out a little form online. It's not a big deal. I don't mean to put you on blast, but there's a crushed beer can at the end of your driveway. <laughs> 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 just, just throw. Wait, it wait, out. wait. Did you crush a beer can? Did you <laughs> no. shotgun a Did beer? Did you pick it up on the way in? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't know about Honey Hole Hayes trash. Now I'm gonna go pick it up, take a picture, and I'm gonna win one of Kevin's 
Why tying kids? Well, your odds are pretty dang good right now. That's all I got to say. Yeah, so you guys but better if you get win, on it. I'm well, going to get all three with one can. Yeah, if you win when you're live on air, though, it's uh, it's going to look a little fishy this time. <laughs> you want me to turn my mic off? <laughs> 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 no, last time we called out the winner, we had the, the winner on the podcast. It was John. Yeah, John. John Lehman? From the he was oh, at the okay, retreat. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. cool. Cool. He was... On the podcast, and the random email that I drew was his email, so it was a little fishy. <laughs> now the odds are pretty good that he was going to win. Not going to lie, but still. So guys, go pick up trash. Go to the link in the podcast description. Link on our Instagram page. Go to our website. Click on Honey Hole H Trash. Fill it out, and we're going to keep this thing going until we get some people to participate to make it worth Kevin's donation of these really nice kits. So. Y- one more time. Pick up trash. Now I'm just making sure everybody yeah, else knows. No, no, you pick up trash, you take a picture, you send it to Honey Hole, and you get put into win prizes. Yes, yes. on the online form. Don't so send them to us on our Instagram page or because they fill out the form, and that's how we keep track of everybody that's participating. When we draw the names, if you didn't fill out this form and upload this photo like on the site, then you're not going to be entered. So don't like be messaging us pictures on Instagram. <laughs> That doesn't enter you to win. So no. at, at this point, you could literally be walking into the grocery store and pick up trash in the parking lot. At this point, I don't really care. <laughs> hey, man, any trash you find If outside. you pick up trash, we'll throw you in the lot to win surprises. Go to the... We would appreciate if you would fill up a bag, but if you're Zach Harrison, you're going to pick up a beer can and dangle it in front of your face <laughs> for a photo, I guess we'll count it. Go to the corner store, buy a Snickers, eat the Snickers, throw the trash on the ground, pick it up, <laughs> take a picture of it. <laughs> no. That's gaming the system. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> take all of your H-E-B bags. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. man, where do we start? We did lots going on the last two weeks. I, th- I think the last podcast we were supposed to answer questions, and you said we're going to put it off. Oh, yeah, so it would be a good one. time to do that. Oh, did yeah. I? You did. Okay, so why don't you talk about your fishing on Sunday afternoon while I try to look up those answers? Yeah, I want to know. Those questions. What would uh, you do? Well, Grant and I, and, and Luchador, Gabe went uh, after real recovery was Question. over. Question. Did Gabe wear his mask while you guys were fishing? No, he didn't. He's a okay. phony. Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> He's, a phony. He's a phony. In fact, a lot of those pictures are photoshopped, Gabe. Anyway. Um, Even the tiny hand one? No, that was real. Wow. Oh. That's his actual hand. <laughs> Surgically. <laughs> he has a tiny hand on top of one of his digits. Uh, we uh, After real recovery, we Grant, Gabe, and I hung out and went fishing on the upper quad and... Uh, Chase carp for what felt like hours, and of the three of us, only one of us got one. <laughs> <laughs> was it you? It was me. Yeah, it was, he was me. putting on but a But you know, you know what though? I was like leading the group, so odds are I would have been the one to hook up on one. But yeah. it's not like we spooked a bunch. There, there was a lot. Yeah, I just happened to pick up the last one we saw. It was actually surprising how many there were in there, man. Yeah. They were just all kind of tucked away. I mean, you had to find them. You had to really yeah. look and, and find them. But By the way, there. did I say we were on the quad? No, we were on Bernie City Lake, if anybody wants to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a lot of fish. We saw a lot of, oh, that rat snake, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I scared a big the rat sh- snake. Oh, I almost stepped on it. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> did someone see a snake, yeah, like, eat a catfish? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. that was us. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, a catfish that was looked, d- that appeared to be way too big for him to be eating, but he managed it. What kind of snake was Did it? he pull it up on shore or was he in the yeah, water with it? Yeah, he pulled it up on shore and I got a closer look and then unfortunately I disturbed him a little bit so he got back in, swam down bank and then got back up on shore. Mm. With the sna- with the fish in his mouth? With the fish, yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think it was a banded water snake. 
Okay. I don't think it was, yeah. Like a mock crazy, yeah. yeah. That's cool. But yeah. Zach, he, he got quite, quite a few carp to, to eat. He only got one in, but, man, you yeah. convinced quite a few to, to eat. They pop off. Yeah, so I got two. St- Go Did ahead, you Lane. touch the leader? No, no, Gabe was like 50 <laughs> feet away. We were good. <laughs> you know what? I'm giving Gabe a lot of a lot of uh, shade, but he did net the fish. Yes, he did. He did net the fish. Mm-hmm. For you? For me, yeah. Without breaking it off? Without breaking it <laughs> off. Because <laughs> he didn't touch it with his hands. But it actually, I went and bought that net. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, oh, what, yeah. what net? Uh, the, the Fish Pond Nomad. Oh, yeah. It's a 37-inch. Yeah, it's pretty good size, right? But yeah, but you know what? I never – I always – give people a hard time for using waiting staffs, but I kind of carried that net for a little while after that fish, and it's nice being able to prod your way through the river to see. Right. No, I use my long net yeah. for that all the time. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Cool. Even just, like, a little rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. did y'all hear about how Gabe found his rubber piece that goes on the bottom of his net? Yeah. At the how retreat? crazy is he that? He lost that two years ago and didn't know where it was, and he was at Real Recovery on the river, <coughs> and he was walking, and he looked down, and that piece of rubber was sticking in the ground. So he put it the base of the net on it and basically reattached it. Oh, no, way. it's just like a rubber yeah. cover, like a little grip, like that, a foot yeah. almost, a yeah, shoe. like a shoe for like the handle of your net. So that way, when you're walking through the river and poking and prodding, it doesn't beat your net up. Right, all it does it's is just protect your net. Yeah, you know. But he found it from losing it like two years that's ago. That's wild. That just goes to show how much rain we have not had. <laughs> yeah, in the past yeah. few no years. Kidding. Yep. Crazy. It was a cool weekend though. Cool weekend. Yeah, I agree. So I found the questions. Uh, The question was, uh, send in some hot topics for tonight's show. We'll start with Grant's question. How come Zach Harris is inciting drama with his lunch money post? (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Wait, what was the drama again? Fill me in. Oh, it wasn't drama. It wasn't drama. I said drama in the video, too. I was... Over like uh, yeah, I was overemphasizing what was actually happening. Because right, you're going so for controversy, right? Yeah. yeah, I was unaware of this. Okay, but so when you I were hacking his pattern, I was what? You were hacking. You were you were taking his pattern and you were selling it. And no, I there was, was a disagreement. I asked that man permission. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I wasn't about to do that. Uh, no, I I called it the lunch money minnow. Well, apparently that's not the original name, but I feel like a lot of people know it as the lunch money minnow. But it's supposed to just be the lunch money. I think Chris Fowler of uh, Flytrap, that's his shop, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he called it the lunch money minnow, and that's what caught on. Well, if and he called it that and anybody was listening, I'm sure it spread like a wildflower. Yeah, yeah. So I called it the lunch money minnow, and then Matt Bennett gets on the comments and says, Fowler, your, your naming, le- naming legacy lives on. And then <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So in the next post, I apologized publicly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it called the lunch money minnow. Really? I've never yeah, heard it called the lunch money minnow. Really? Just yeah. the lunch money. <coughs> yeah, oh, I've heard it. Well, the I've lunch money, all you that. need to say is lunch money. Everyone yeah. knows what you're right. talking about. It doesn't need any extra why flair wait, that, why or flash. Why extra syllable? Well, look, I'm just a <laughs> human, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a, a low-tier fly guy, okay? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Half the flies I tie, I don't even know the names of them. I have to look them up. Yeah, we're going to tie a fly after, and I'm like, dude, what is it called? He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, we can't, <laughs> we, we can't put a video on YouTube and, like, uh, tie this fly and then a photo with no name. Well, see, the problem is you can – okay, so there's a, the fly we're going to tie later. I switched one material out. 
of the Egan's headstand. Yes, right? you rename it now. Exactly. Yeah. There, you know how many different flies are probably out there just because the legs are a different color. You know, different fly names. It's it's impossible to keep up with them all. Let's be real. Oh yeah. So I think the fact that I called it a lunch money minnow is a pretty pretty simple common mistake. You're pretty close. It's acceptable. It, yeah, it, it yeah. could be a minnow, right? Yeah, maybe. Probably not. Clearly not. But what if it's in like crawfish brown? Then it's lunch then it's money. not a. Then it's the lunch money crawfish. Changes depending on the color. <laughs> See That's what I'm saying? Different color, All different right. flight. So, uh, blacklisted fishing asked, quit. Trout stalking the guad and stalk guads in the damn river. I saw that, and that's actually not a that's not a bad thought. Okay, okay. Finally, we have some controversy. <laughs> Take the floor. Go ahead, uh, Zach. Where's the controversy? I just you think that we shouldn't put trout? Yeah, you you think that we shouldn't put trout in the guad? <laughs> okay, so well, we're gonna argue and create controversy <laughs> on our podcast. We're I all think we super should agreeable. murder those things. We should boil the trout every year. Whoa. Well, that happens that. in the summer anyway. Exactly. They boil so, hey, man, <laughs> give me my fun for a couple months. No, boil so, them. I don't know the, all the history behind it, but at, at one point they stocked the quad, at least the upper quad, for sure, with smallmouth, right? Yep. And they kind of took over the population. Yeah. Created Did, a hybrid. Didn't they start stocking quads again to kind of mm-hmm. turn yeah. that around? And they yeah. tried to actually like take care of a lot of the smallmouth. How often? Right. And how often do they... Stock with squads, do we know? Yeah, is that uh, still a few an times a thing? year, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. We're trying to get the leading expert on that on the podcast. Right. Oh, but yeah? they do stock Guadalupe yeah. bass. Yeah. The oh, cool. Guadalupe. Cool, cool, cool. 100% pure strain Guadalupe bass. They still stock. Can they start stocking the big ones then? <laughs> no, they just do cool. uh, fingerlings. Yeah, I know. I catch yeah. them a lot. <laughs> 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 but, okay, that's cool. I didn't now know my that. fishing buddy. Our fishing <laughs> participant. <laughs> Okay, hey, Zach. He caught so some big ones. So <laughs> he caught a good one. So, go back to your point about you think we should just remove all trout from the quad. I didn't say I, we should remove trout. I just said it'd be cool to start stocking with quads. But if they already do that, then there you go. We're good to go. Well, Blacklisted's point is quit trout stocking and stock quads instead. Well, he doesn't say remove the trout though. He just says s- cease to stock trout. So do you agree with that? I think it would. It would uh, clear up the overcrowding on the river if they stopped doing it for a couple of years. You know, there's a lot of people out there. It's, it's not going to stop the summertime overcrowding on the river. No, nope. okay, that's never going to go away. <laughs> but no, I don't think they should stop stocking trout. I was just being a jackass. But it would be pretty cool if uh, we had a longer stretch for the trout. That way, there was room for all the new fishermen that have popped up in the last few years. Yeah, because it's it's pretty it's pretty normal to go out there and there be another twenty people. You know. Within 200 yards of river. Yeah. Grant, what do you think? Um, I guess the way I see it is I like the trout because I'm not a very good winter bass fisherman. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I guess instead of wasting my time or what seems to be wasting my time not <laughs> catching any fish, I can go. It's just kind of another option. Yeah, you're right there. in the backyard there too. Exactly. Like you're like so right there. It's it's just all too convenient, and then, you know, I don't know. In the summer when bass fishing's really good, it's going to be full of tubers, and and uh, you know you're going to be rubbing. That's a good point, guys. actually. Like now that I kind of thought that out a little bit more, because if we're just let's just isolate the trout section of the quad, and let's just say we stop stocking trout and just put bass. Well, the best prime time. Bass fishing is going to be filled with tubers. Exactly. Yeah. 
You can't put that many bass there. I mean, you can I mean, put them there, but you're not going to be able to fish. I mean, hooking. <coughs> and that water is considerably colder. Yeah. So are the bass even going to really thrive. do that, thrive and do that well? I've seen some pretty big bass come out of there. Yeah, I mean, I'm and sure. pictures. I'm sure, you know. Now, if we're saying remove the trout, are we also saying remove the stripers because they're not supposed to be there? Like, are no. we going to take this no. all the way? They can stay. They can stay. <laughs> they can stay. In <laughs> fact, let's start stocking stripers. <laughs> yeah. I'd be down for that. We could all do that. But you'd have to keep stocking the trout to keep stocking the stripers. All right. So they have to have food. So then it's settled. We're okay. going to keep stocking the trout. <laughs> <laughs> to add big stripers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can all get They're fish that. food for, uh, for bigger fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get behind that. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the last question was urban fishing and fishing close to home. So uh, that's a statement. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Give your thoughts on that statement. I mean, like, I feel like, I mean, I know San Antonio has spots to urban fish. <coughs> I feel, personally, I feel like it's harder to fish in San Antonio than it is in other cities. Why? Um, Pressure? No, no. I, I just feel like. I mean, we all think the San Antonio River, like downtown, and I feel like it's just a tricky. It's it's not tricky. It's just, I don't know. Like when I think of like urban fishing in Austin, it's LBJ, you know. And I mean, like it's Slaughter Creek, right? Onion Creek, right? And like, Brushy Creek. Like, uh, there's like a million of them, you know. Bull Creek, right? And yeah. here it's just like San Antonio River and a couple of ponds that are always well, there's overcrowded. There's Leon. Know? There's Leon Creek, but it's always dried up. There's pools. There but they dry up with if we don't have rain, you know. If if you go on to Google, and I'm explaining it this way because this is the easiest route to get to it. If you go on to Google and type in San Antonio, Texas fishing spots, uh, within the first few links, there's a Texas Parks and Wildlife link. But it takes you to all the ponds that are here. Well, ponds, but th- some of those ponds are pretty good. I see every it's time I like go, I, every time I go, <laughs> I always wish like I didn't have my fly rod. I wish I just had like a spin gear, you know. No way, man. There's now we've it's been a uh, we haven't had that much rain, so I can't tell you the condition of these ponds. But some of those, you know, I'd go out there with a buddy before he started fly fishing. He had a spinning rod. I had my fly rod. He'd huh. catch one bass, whereas I caught fifty. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. And it, and if you don't believe me, I'll tell you the person. You can ask him yourself. Like yeah. it's that it's it was it was cool, man. Or like cichlids. A lot of the ponds in town, if you've never caught a cichlid on the fly, oh, you can find them. Oh, you can definitely get them. There's a lot of cool fishing. Also, (coughs) north of downtown, the San Antonio River, before it really becomes like part of the quote unquote river rock, there's some decent fishing in some areas as well. Now, do I take advantage of it that often? No, because the quad is so close. Yeah. For me, it's so like, it's yeah, like it's like I can be downtown in 30 minutes or I can be. Yeah, because San Antonio is so big. Like, it takes me. Almost equivalent time to reach the Probably quad versus yeah. reach urban. Maybe a little bit longer to get to the quad, but for me, I'm like, I'd rather just take the extra 10 minutes and get there and, you know. Whenever I go to Hotel Emma, too, I always got a million people asking me what I'm doing, and I get annoyed. Yeah. 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 I, I oh, will what are I'm you there doing? You catching the fish, fish? On, the, on the concrete to kill it, you know, doing my duty. And people are like, why are you Screaming in the background, don't kill the fish. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, guess what? I'm just going to leave it here, too. I'm not going to yeah. eat it. I, I will say, if anybody um, goes and starts checking out ponds around town, this is from personal experience. I won't give you any details as to why. I'm just going to highly recommend uh, closed-toed shoes. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff sticking up out of the dirt out there. Yeah. Maybe some needles. <coughs> maybe. Yeah, glass, all yeah. sorts of things. Maybe here. some coral snakes because they're everywhere. Maybe some mm. used materials. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of stuff out there. Just <laughs> watch your toes. 
So we kind of touched on this before we start, before we hit record. There's like rumors going around. And apparently Grant has been saying this for <laughs> what, like years? Yes. This is my uh, theory, actually. Okay. But so go ahead. Okay. So the story is that apparently there's a serial killer in Austin. Uh-huh. I've been know? seeing it on the news. I've been seeing like there's this like Facebook group that's got like 50,000 people in it now, like trying to figure out what's going on. Basically, a lot of bodies are ending up in Ladyburg Lake in the Colorado and in the Colorado River, and all of these people have basically like last time seen was on Rainy Street and Sixth Street. So, Grant, I'll let you take it over from here. Talk talk to us about your theory. <clears throat> so basically, through a friend of a friend of a friend, um, one of those guys that went missing, I've, I actually kind of. I essentially knew the guy, and um, that's when I started kind of looking into it. And he was, I mean, he was, I think, like the fourth or fifth body that kind of had showed up. And, of course, as I started digging, the last place he was seen was on Rainy Street, you know, stumbling around on camera and then never seen again. And, like you said, most of these people um, were last seen partying. It's, it, I think they were all last seen what, like, at closing time, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. And um, it just kind of struck me. I'm like, man, this is this is kind of crazy. That It's just too much of a coincidence. I I know serial killers aren't all that common anymore, probably not common at all, but it was fishy. It's fishy. So what are they – The I, ha- I haven't even read the article, but I guess one thing that was popped, maybe one of you guys said it was like an Uber driver or something. Is like that a could be my theory is maybe he's posing as an Uber driver, <laughs> or just like kind of seeking out the obviously drunk. Like have like, it could, like you think it'd be easy. You just have like the little sign in your car. You pull up like I'm your Uber, Uber driver. Something like somebody that. Somebody who's know. not really thinking just gets in. Because if it was actually on Uber, they could track that. Like they could find these people's phones right. and then see that they had done an Uber ride and then figured out who it was. But if it's someone posing as an Uber <laughs> driver. Well. Ooh. But the police are saying there's no foul play suspected in recent Ladybird Lake deaths. And so are they trying to keep it under the ra- – because there's a lot of times, and I listen to a lot of serial killer <laughs> podcasts and, like, watch documentaries, there's two – a lot of times the police don't want to announce when they think there's a serial killer because they don't want the public to be up in arms. So, like, they secretly know and have, like, an idea, like, oh, this could be a serial killer situation, but then they'll tell the public that, oh, no, we don't think there's a serial killer because then people are going to be, like, it's going to freak the city out. It's going to kill business because people aren't going to go out to Rainy Street and 6th Street, Mm -hmm. and, you know, they don't want that. So... I don't know. It's an interesting development. I don't know. And you were saying this way before, apparently saying Man, this. Man, I, I really did. I even told, like, you can ask my girlfriend, I swear to God. I, I was like, babe, I think there's something going on here. <laughs> I'm not joking. Mm, that would be that would be crazy. It is crazy. Hmm. It could happen. So, I have a neat things in nature. I was wondering, I was like, am I, am I not recording? I couldn't remember. <laughs> we don't do the buttons that much anymore. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right, you want yeah. neat things in nature? Sure. Why not? I have dedicated my professional career to the study and control of arthropods. Okay. A woman is a hero in New York city. Uh-huh. After grabbing a possum in a bar 
and s- removing it. I saw that. Yeah. That, it's kind of hardcore. Did you watch the video? She's got some video? Oh, dude. She yeah, like, there's a video. Look at this. Look at that picture. What? Yeah. She, oh, wait. Let me see. Oh, dude, oh, that's yeah. a different. That's oh. a different one. I just Man. saw another video of that. Oh, yeah. a different girl. She yeah. straight up just grabbed that possum by its neck. Yeah, she was she was a hero to uh, the people inside the bar. That's pretty great. That's what we found in the brewery the other day. <laughs> oh, he's was cute. It possum, yeah. little baby possum. He's cute. Oh man, that is cute. <coughs> they're cute when they're small, but this one looks disgusting. <laughs> wow, looks like a mouse. Do you give him some beer? No, no, no. He didn't earn it. <laughs> the fangs on those things, I wouldn't want to reach for it. No. Hell no. Would y'all? Gra- yeah, I was gonna ask. Would y'all like be a bar hero and uh, grab a possum? I with a glove, <laughs> a broom. Yeah. Sweep uh, it out. Sweep yeah. If I had like a like a gardening glove, I probably would. Yeah, I'd grab it. A gardening glove. Yeah. Like chainmail gardening glove. I don't <laughs> understand <laughs> the chainmail. No, no. You know, like it has like nice little. Like embroidered it's got flowers, flowers on it. And, <laughs> you know, He's saying if he had a flowery <laughs> glove, he would grab a possum. Do you yeah, think man. the teeth would not penetrate the glove? Oh, I don't care about that. Oh, you're talking about that, like, shark-proof Yeah, like, I'm suit, talking like, like, or, or like what they use for the hawks. <laughs> no, I feel, oh, I feel pretty <laughs> hawks land on their arm. I feel pretty confident I could grab it without, you know, biting it. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't feel confident that I could do it. I, was, I was telling you this story earlier about my cat. Oh, yeah. And they had to use those freaking gloves. <laughs> the hot gloves? The hot gloves. Oh, yeah. your cat okay, so our cat, our cat Todd has had strange behavioral changes in like the last two weeks. Uh-huh. He has Does become he have diabetes? absolutely vicious to the other cat. <coughs> and they have always what? been best friends. Like they they like are in the same room. He's like, growling from across the room and will like chase him down. And it's not like a uh it's not like a play fight. It's like knocking over furniture fight, like Super aggressive. Why? Does don't I don't know. So maybe he owes him. Let money. me go through the. <laughs> 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 oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we separated them, and we've been like, okay, maybe they just need a couple days apart, and then we reintroduce them, and it's like, boom, knockdown, drag out, fight Did again. Did you try putting a piece of tape across the room, like this is your side, this is his side? <laughs> no. Does, it, does that no. work? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, man, you don't know until you try it, right? <laughs> That's true. So <clears throat> we haven't really known what to do, so we separated them, and they've basically been separated. We're like, okay, we're going to take them to the vet because some people are like, well, there could be like, he could be sick, like you said, diabetes, or there could be something else going on internally that's changing his behavior. So yesterday I took him to the vet. He hates the vet. Out of all of our pay, like, he is like, anybody else touches him, he's, like, pissed off, ready to fight. That's just normal behavior at the vet. This isn't anything new because of his behavior issues. So we go to the vet yesterday, and they're going to do blood work on him to see if anything's off, diabetes, whatever else, whatever, whatever other tests they're going to run. So I take him to the vet, and he is like – obviously pissed off to be there, not cooperating, and they take him back to the room to draw blood, and I wasn't there. But apparently three vet techs, or three vet techs and the vet could not hold him down enough to draw his blood. This was yesterday. This is a cat we're talking about. This is a cat. And they, like, carried him in with, like, the, with, like, the gloves, like the big leather gloves leather and everything. Gloves, yeah. So what they did was, like, we couldn't do this. So here's some pills. You're going to give him these two pills. Like you're going to give them to him tonight, and you're going to give them to him two hours before you bring him tomorrow. <laughs> so last night, 
And obviously, he doesn't want to eat the pills. So I crushed the pills, and then I put it in wet cat food, which he's never had before. And let me tell you, he was like, oh, this is good food. <laughs> <laughs> this is an option? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't know this was the. I didn't know this was real life. Let's do this more often. Do yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I like. So you're just training to be pissed I like, off I, all the time. <laughs> I like crushed the pills, like put it in the way he downed it, dude. Last night he was, <laughs> he was like walking, and he would like take a step, and he'd like fall over and catch himself. It was hilarious. We McKinnon and I were laughing so hard watching him just because he was totally drugged out. He'd just like stare at the wall for like <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? And so we did that. McKenna gave him the pill. Say I took him a day after work, and I didn't have to do the appointment. All I had to do was take him in. They were going to draw the blood, whatever. Apparently, it still required while he was drugged up. It still required three vet techs to hold him <laughs> down. <laughs> Which what, and the vet? What vet is this? It's the one attached to Petco. You know what they need to do. They need to hire that guy that choked out the cougar. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Cat problem? I got it. Well, apparently they also grabbed a urine sample, too, because I was actually, they gave me, like, a little kit to grab a urine sample, but they're like, oh, you have 30 days. Well, they wanted me to grab it from a litter box, but they're like, you can do it within the next 30 days. Just as soon as he gives a sample, put it in the refrigerator and bring it in the next morning. That way it's still fresh. But, um... But they're like, oh, well, we went ahead and grabbed the urine. I'm like, how did y'all, like, did he pee everywhere? And y'all just got the urine sample? Like, or like toothpaste. They're no. like, they were like, no, we pulled it from his bladder. And I'm like, what the? No wonder it took three of y'all <laughs> to hold him down. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> so um, we'll have results soon. I don't know what the issue is, but Good old we'll, oil we'll find out. But I will say it has been <laughs> – it has been pure entertainment <laughs> to watch him, like, to watch him on highs. What was he d- staring at the wall with his tail pointed straight oh, up? Dude, <laughs> dude, you know how tats are, like, always moving their tail? Uh-huh. Dude, as soon as he was, like, as soon as the drugs took hold, his tail was straight as an arrow. He <laughs> 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 would not move. Like, every walk, it was just sticking straight It was straight just up. sticking straight out. And I'm like, dude, no wonder you couldn't, like, you're falling over. You're not moving your tail at all because that's how they balance when yeah. they walk. Yeah. Oh, man. Poor cat. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And he jumps on the bed, but, like, it's like a long wind-up, but he can't quite reach. <laughs> so he's, like, gets his front paws up and then, like, struggles to get up, and then he's, like, dizzy and falls over. We were, like, just watched Like, better than TV entertainment was just watching him drugged out yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I'll give you guys an update when we know something. Hopefully... It's something that we can solve, and they can be together. Yeah. The whole because we had Todd, we we got him. He was our first pet when we were living in a small apartment in Austin. We didn't want to like cram a dog into the apartment, so we're like, okay, we'll get a cat, whatever. And so we got him, and then he was having like horrible separation anxiety when we go to work. He'd meow at the door literally all day long. Oh. With the neighbors would be like, he's standing by the door, meowing like all day while you were gone. I'm like, oh crap. Well, we can't <laughs> stay home. So we got another cat to, like, help him out. So ever since then, they've been best buds. But not now. Things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> I'm telling you. Dang. Had, they, had the vet ever heard of it happening before? Um, It seemed like they had, but they were asking, like, 
um, a lot of questions that didn't really apply to us. They're like, has there been another cat around, like, yeah, like peeing any everywhere? Other questions, yeah. Yeah, like, it could be, like, another male cat in the area that's peeing. I'm like, I haven't seen any cats anywhere. We have a ring camera. I feel like I'd... But I was like, two years ago, we had a gray cat kind of around the neighborhood. I haven't seen it in a long time. And then they were just asking a lot of, like, environmental changes at the house. Have y'all gotten any new pets? No. Like, went through that whole list of questions, like, is he... Like, pooping weird? Is he not eating? Is he drinking too much water? That we've no- noticed none of that stuff is out of whack, other than he literally wants to kill his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Has he been to Austin recently? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Has been fun watching a drugged out cat, though. It's pretty yeah, entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. You got to get a picture of the tail thing. Yeah, uh, I I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll snag it. I got some more pills, so if he's already like the drugs have already worn off. I'll just give him some more wet cat food, so I can get you guys a picture. <laughs> <laughs> One more day for experiment. Maybe we'll pull him out after the podcast, and we can see if he's still kind of high. <laughs> <laughs> Poor cat. I tell you what, though, he likes that wet cat foods. Oh yeah, keep yeah. giving it to him. Yeah. No, he's on special sensitive stomach cat food. Because he likes to vomit. So that's the only thing that keeps him from regurgitating his food. Yep. You remember, like, why is the animals didn't have this issue like 20, 30 years ago? You know what I mean? Didn't have what issue? Like, just like issues. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I never, like, I never hear about people talking like, oh, my dog did this, you know. What kind of dog did you have 30 years ago? I don't know. (laughs) A a dead dog now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, growing up, like, in Nolan. Our pets would just like randomly disappear. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, all right, our cat's gone. Time to get a new cat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's what I grew up on. You know, animals just like disappearing. (laughs) Time to get a new one. (laughs) (laughs) We had uh, had a dog named Bunny, and I found it dead in the backyard. Oh my God. Okay. Was it old age or? Yeah, I think so. (coughs) You think so? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there when I was born. Was this in Austin? (laughs) <laughs> no, no. But then, like, my dad did this thing for like a couple of years. Like, he would get a dog trying to replace it, and it was just never the same, you know. And so, like, we'd have the dog for like a week. We get all attached to it, and then like it would wouldn't be there anymore. So, what, what do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. We, my dad would get a, like bring home a dog, and we'd be like, "Oh, this is so great!" And then, like, like a week later, he'd be like, "And eh, no, it's not going to be a fit." So he'd take it back to wherever he got it. Oh, so uh, the family would get attached to it. Yeah. And then he'd return it? Yeah. Sounds Maybe like he wanted you guys to feel joy I for like a couple <laughs> days. <but> anyway, <laughs> didn't want to pet it out. It sounds like he just wanted to just a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a roller coaster, man. <laughs> oh, man. He was preparing you. He yeah, was like exactly. getting, getting you through the emotions. Yeah, and then yeah. we got a bunny, and then it escaped one day and got to the neighbor's yard, and their dog chased it around for a little bit. But then it came back through the hole after hmm. I enticed it with a carrot. Did you name it Dog by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I think his name was Peter. <laughs> P- of course Peter, it was. Yeah. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> well, Gimli likes to kill rabbits, so we've had to. One time he had it about three quarters of the way down his throat. <laughs> it was eating it whole, and we had to grab it by the oh legs and pull it out. Do you guys get a lot of rabbits back there? This was at McKenna's parents' house. Oh, they have, like, okay, an open okay. fence, like a like – a, um. Yeah, it's a fence. It'll keep dogs in, but like rabbits can jump yeah. through. 
they have a pool back there, so they always get critters back there kind of drinking water from the pool or hanging out in the bushes. So every time he goes out there, the first thing he he's does, looking. he's looking because he knows there's going to be something in the backyard. <laughs> so And then as soon as that's over, he jumps in the pool. Every so time? Every time. Nice. Every time. And it seems like every time we're about to leave and we make sure that he's dry, he jumps in the pool. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, <laughs> one more for the road. <laughs> one more for the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. What is uh, what are we drinking now, Zach? So we have changed gears. Uh, we are now drinking a Pinot Noir. What's it is the House of the Dragon. Uh, it is made in Oregon, 2021. What kind of cuisine did we have paired with this this evening? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question, Harris. We had yeah, Taco right. Bell tacos. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, they were, they were spaced out like two hours apart. Yeah. Oh. So, you know. I think it works. Yeah, I think so, too. I would do it again. Okay, proceed. So, this is uh, made by Seven Kingdoms Wines in Washington. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know much about this. Um Contains sulfites, which is uh, bullcrap because every wine contains sulfites. It is a natural process. So, um, wait, I'm confused about what you're they talking didn't about. Add extra sulfites. I'm sure is probably what they meant. Yeah, by yeah. That. So uh, all wine, like people say, kind of like with people have this opinion, but like MSG, like oh, it gives me headaches. You know, um, people would say the same thing about sulfites. Drink more water. Go on. Right, right. And people say the same thing about sulfites. <laughs> and so they're like, this wine contains sulfites, which, is like, all wine has sulfites. So if you drink wine, but you're like, oh, this one specifically, the sulfites affect me. It's probably not the sulfites. It's actually the added sugar in the wine that's actually affecting you. Drink more water. Yeah. But go on. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's what it is. But um, I don't know. This is fine. I bought it because it had the, the Targaryen logo on it. Heck yeah. And typically things that are, you know, paired with... Taco Bell. Other than Taco Bell. But uh, I don't know. It's getting better as I'm sipping on it. But I think also I drank it right after the uh, Satal, mm-hmm. and it was a bit weird. But now that my palate's kind of cleansed and, and ready for it, I feel like it's gotten better. I think I liked the wine we had last time a little bit oh, better. Oh, me too, for sure. A little sure. bit better. Yeah. I mean, this is good. Honestly, I could get down for drinking wine on the <laughs> podcast, though. Yeah, I've enjoyed it every time. Yep. What do you think, Grant? Do you feel elegant? Yeah, I feel elegant. (laughs) Feel a little fancy. Come hang out with us. Grab a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like it. Uh, I like Pinot anyways. That's a good good grape. Yeah. Style. I was looking for a McPherson wine, you know, out of the Lubbock region, but I saw this. I was like, oh, I'll get this. Mm. I always like, I haven't had one in a while, but Lano, Lano, Escatado Mm -hmm. wines Mm -hmm. from Lubbock. Oh, yeah. Are really good too. Yep. All the grapes are they come from kind of up in your area, huh? Brownsfield and the majority of the Texas grown wine grapes. If they're not from Fredericksburg, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah but well, I'm talking about like the major, like the vast. I mean, oh I yeah, yeah, like the like big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But high Plains region. High Plains. It has yeah. like it. High Plains has a different. They call it what Terra. Terroir. Yeah, yeah. Terroir, yeah. <laughs> terroir. Terroir, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like where it's from, essentially. And so, like, that area is high plains and it is different than the hill country, which is what Fredericksburg is. Mm. Nice. Yeah, because you can't grow grapes everywhere. So, what's, uh, Grant, what's new in the brewing industry? What's new with brewing? Well, I don't know what's new with brewing, but I know what's new with my brewery. Yeah, what's new with your brewery? Yeah, we just had our grand opening this past weekend. It was a 
killer party. That's awesome. And it's Faust, Faust Brewing. Faust Brewing. Company. Not Faust Street Brewing. Faust Brewing. Faust Brewing Company. So you guys are open. Like, what are your, what are your days? Seven days a week at this point. We were starting off with split shifts, 11 to 2, and then 5 to close, which is usually around 10. But Do you all have a lot of people today now that it's like the Actually, first weekday? Yeah, believe it or not, man, yeah. I mean, I think we had about... 20, 30 people came in for a Tuesday lunch shift, I mean, for a brand new place that I guess isn't on everybody's radar just yet. I mean, it's That's pretty cool. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's steady. From what I heard on Sunday, it was a pretty good crowd, and and uh, Monday was surprisingly good, too. So okay, nice. We're, we're steady. Are you we guys brewing every day? No, we're not brewing every day. We are brewing tomorrow. We're probably closer to, like, one to two times a week, okay. depending. Okay. And actually, the way that our system's designed, we can't really brew more than that because yeah. we don't have enough fermenters. So we've got f- four fermenters. Two of those you can double batch into. The other are just single um, 20 barrels. But um, So, yeah, I mean, technically you could brew every day for a week, and then you'd be kind of waiting around for is that stuff. To is that finish. a solo job for you? Do you get help from other people? or? Um, for the most part, all of the – all the brewing. I mean, there's another guy that kind of he's there and he he assists in certain ways, but for the, the bulk of it, it's kind of on me. Yeah, majority of it. And in yep. fact, before too long, I'll have to. Now you guys bottle, right? We do. Yes. Yeah. And so you guys have been bottling for a while. Yeah, right? we've been full production all for the past like six years or yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. Since we opened and yeah, because it's on Instagram. It was like so many anniversary, and I was like, oh, I think you're. Yeah. So this is more of like a reopening because gotcha. COVID closed our, our tap room down, and then it it's complicated. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot there, of back yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. backstory, but um, yeah, we essentially kind of put all our focus back into the production facility where I work at, and then you know we're working on a restaurant, a coffee shop event space right now we're cooking out of a food truck that's yeah. gonna stay on permanently but we just completely renovated our beer garden and that will be the event space for ironfly yeah i'm excited extremely excited yeah it's gonna be so much fun and the date of it is again october 21st yes so mark your calendars faust brewing company mm-hmm. yeah i'm pretty much be an all-day event right uh yeah. no, a- after lunch event. Yeah, like okay. two p- two yeah. p.m. Two on. Two on. Okay. Two on. Yeah. Maybe it Maybe might change. Once we make the announcement, the time will be finalized. Right. But cool. expect like as early as two and as late until last call. And yeah. where's where's Fast Faust at again? Kind of roughly. New Braunfels, downtown New Braunfels. Pretty close to the convention center, right? Oh yeah, half a block away. Cool. Cool. Half a block away. And parking. Should we start talking about parking yet? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's gonna be a big event. We need to we need to know. Yeah, no, no, that's true. That's true. So the uh, convention center parking is public. I don't know how ethical it is for us to advertise for our customers <laughs> to park there, but it is available. We've got um, street parking that's all public. We've got a city parking lot across from the brewery that is small, but there's I don't know probably twenty to thirty spaces in there, and then. Just, uh, unfortunately, we just got to kind of get a little creative. We're working on that. Um, because we are in the downtown city limits, we are not required to have a parking lot. And, unfortunately, I mean, we've been looking at, like, nearby lots and, you know, options to try to build a parking lot for us, and there's just not not a lot to choose from. So that is 
a concern, but we are working on it. Mm. But like I said, you just get creative. It's downtown. You oh, know, yeah. You know, I mean, you, you, make it work. you figure it out. Yeah. If exactly. you have to walk People a block, yeah. come on. That's like, how it goes. Yeah. You know. No, for sure. So we are going to be showing a film at the Iron Fly. And that film was based on our weekend this week. So, or this past weekend. Because we haven't talked about the weekend yet. We haven't. So, let's talk about it. Cool. Okay. So, this past weekend was Real Recovery. If you guys haven't heard us talk about Real Recovery before, I don't know what rock you live under. If this is the first time listening to this podcast, Real Recovery is an organization that takes men with cancer on free fly fishing weekends where they get to fish with a buddy. They get to learn how to fish. They get... Group counseling called Courageous Conversations, free food, free lodging. They basically get a f- free weekend where they get to fish, hang out with other fly fishermen, you know, learn about cancer, you know, talk about what's going on in their life, and just have a great time. So this was Grant's first weekend at a Real Recovery Retreat. So I would like to start with your impressions of the retreat. Oh, man. That's – I'm going to have a really hard time – um, kind of putting all this into words, but it was, it was just first off, it was just amazing experience. It really was. It was a uh, super uplifting, and I mean, I think when you get involved in in this kind of stuff, it's just kind of good for the soul when you're there helping other people, and you're you know around this kind of energy. I mean, everybody that I met, I'm not joking, every single person that I met was was uh, truly an, an awesome person and, and uh, left an impression on me, I'd say. And the participants were just rock stars. Fishing buddies were awesome. All of the kind of upper-level guys were, were killer. It was, it was good, man. It was, uh, like I said, I'm going to have a hard time articulating kind of what it meant to me, but... It was fun, man. It was cool. Now, what we did, Zach Harris, Grant, and I, we were behind cameras all weekend. So we weren't really, I mean, we were part of the retreat because we were there, but we weren't fishing buddies. Zach Adair was a fishing buddy. Mm-hmm. Rockstar took a local celebrity out. All right. Yep. Made it on the news again. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Two real recoveries in a we'll row. We'll get to that in a minute. Man. We don't want it to get to your head too oh, soon. Man, dang it. So I think it already did. But we find next next he, time. He's the one that sent everybody the video. Look at Marvin, guys. It's, it's Marvin, <laughs> not me. Look at Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> don't notice me in all the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and so the three of us. We're behind cameras all weekend and drones and uh, got way too much video footage probably for a 10-minute video. Yeah. Ten to f- it's never too much, though, man. Yeah. It's better to have too much than, than too not little. Enough. But we're going to put it together, a little film, and we're going to show it at the Iron Fly. So um, we're real excited about that. And uh, we got some – captured some really cool moments Absolutely. Um, let's let's talk about that. What were your guys' highlights of the retreat? Zach Adair, we'll let you go first. Okay. All right. Um Highlight was just working with uh and fishing with Marvin. Um and you know, every every participant you fish with is different and unique and you enjoy every single one. 
but I have just never fished with somebody who was so joyful, you know. And it was it was it was funny because when we first started, um, there's a lot of pressure, and I think he was putting a lot of pressure on you know I have to catch a fish, and he, he was kind of like saying a few jokes to kind of like kind of you know like if he didn't catch a fish it would be okay, you know. Um, but the second we actually landed the first fish because we had caught one and he had flung it across <laughs> which is a hilarious story <laughs> oh itself. man uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really fly fished oh man he really <laughs> did yeah so um, you know i'm just teaching him like i figured out too like how i'm going to teach the rest of my participants from here on out but you know he, he's cast he's casting every time the indicator moves it's that it's you know but um from the time we actually got a fish in the net it like just turned on, and like his personality just shined. He was like cracking jokes, laughing. He was just like having the time of his life. And to be honest, like how his personality like beamed off of me, if that makes sense, you know. Like I was able to pick up on that, and like the both of us together all day just had like the most fun I've had fishing in a long time. And we were just you know having a great time, cracking jokes, ribbing each other. It was. Oh. It you was know, so much fun. I just want to vouch for your story here. We were sitting, like, at the, the chow hall, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you and Marvin are in the ravine, which is, like, how many yards? 700 yards away, <laughs> if not more. We could hear both of you clear as day. Oh, got one! <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Hell, yeah! Got one! <laughs> it was like you were sitting right next to us. <laughs> so we if that so doesn't excited. tell me that you're telling the truth right now, then I don't know what Man, does. Because we you guys were screaming. Yeah. we had. So it was cool. Fun. It was cool. Yeah, we really did. It was, oh, man. I'll never uh, – fishing with Marvin will stand out to me as being one of the highlights. Like I said, everybody is fantastic, or every participant is fantastic, and they are so much fun to fish with. But this weekend was, was definitely special just because of that. And we connected really well, too. Now, who is Marvin? And <laughs> so Marvin is a news anchor for one of our local uh, news station affiliates. Ken's vibe. He's got a big yeah. personality. He, he does. does. And th- I feel like that was a little bit like yeah. every time a camera was on, he was on. Like yeah, oh He, kinda, yeah. he, oh he yeah. knows what plays. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He gave you guys quite a bit oh of good yeah. bits. You yeah. know, to yeah. Yeah. He, he and did. that will conclude the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, he, he has been in did front of a – Did he do that for us? We have to end it. We have to end it with that. Yeah, no. That will conclude the show in roll <laughs> yeah. credits. That first, that first morning, we were trying to hit ten fish. You know, um, we were trying to get to double digits, and finally we caught it. And he was like, and "That will conclude the show." <laughs> <laughs> and man, Grant was there filming. It was, it uh, was that is awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, so, um, yeah, so that was great. And then also too, Marvin caught the most fish I've ever caught with a participant. We caught ten that morning. We caught nine in the afternoon, and. He also caught the biggest fish I've ever caught with a participant as well. And he that caught, was a nice bass. Yeah, he caught a guad, a Guadalupe bass. That was probably, I don't want to tell a fish story. It's probably two pounds, you know. Um, but it was, <laughs> it was like, honestly, okay. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying not to build it up. But the pictures don't do this one justice with how fat the fish actually was. Man, I have a joke, but I'm not going to say it. Say it. Say it. Say Say it. I feel bad for your wife, man. (laughs) 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 It's about the girth, man. (laughs) (laughs) The pictures don't do it justice. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, 
But no, but like he really did. He caught a nice Guadalupe bass, and the biggest one I've I've seen a participant catch. Nice. So, so you mentioned earlier that because of this retreat, you were going to change the way that you taught your participants how to fish. And yes. I'm curious if you would dive into that. So the last few times, um, I feel like I throw a lot at a participant. Like I want them to be an expert fly fisherman by the end of the weekend, you know, because everybody who does this is going to do this as their hobby forever and ever and ever, you know. <coughs> and um, actually a lot of our conversations kind of stem from the fact that like when you teach somebody to fly fish, if you teach them with a Tinkara rod first, they can be a little bit more successful. And so we are not using Tinkara rods. We're using rods and reels and lines. But essentially, the first thing I handed it to him, I said, okay, I'm going to pull a little bit of line out. You are going to put this line underneath your finger and pinch it, and that is all we're going to do right now. You know? So he said, and I was like, and we are doing, uh, I called it a rainbow cast because it gets him a little bit bitter. I was like, and I told him, like, yeah. it's called a roll cast. I was like, but we are essentially doing a rainbow cast, you know? And I was like, we are not. And it's because every time in the past, I try to teach him line management, like, wait, okay. Hold this line in this hand and this one in this hand, and we're going to cast it out, and we're going to kind of pull it a little bit. Um, and what we've also started to do that was really successful is we started putting an indicator on top of, uh, like, smaller midges, or not smaller midges, but, like, just smaller flies um, or even just, like, woolly buggers and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, um, because managing your line when you've never fly fished before, and a lot of them have never fished before, uh, as well as, like, trying to imitate, like, a bait fish in the water is really, really tough. And it's it's a lot to throw at somebody when they're really just there to have a good time, you know. And they're having a good time by fishing, you know. And you can kind of gauge your participant if they are going to do this forever. And at that point, I feel like it's appropriate to kind of start throwing some other techniques and a little bit more stuff in there. Definitely some guys are, like... Fly fishing is only happening on this retreat. Right. They love it for the weekend. Yeah. Yep. But they're never going to touch it again. And that's cool. That's perfectly fine. Yep. But, yeah, like you said, sometimes you can gauge if, like, man, I actually really like this. And right. then I might buy a rod. Like, you start hearing that, then, you know. And I don't want to speak for Marvin, but I think he was the former. I think he is, like, he loved the weekend. He had the time of his life. But, like, he, I don't think he's, like, this was, like, his new hobby. You know what yeah. I mean? And so – um, I kind of picked up on that, and so, like I said, I taught him, like, hey, we're going to pinch the line here. We're going to do this roll cast with an indicator on, and then at first we had a little, like, squirrel nymph, squirrel's hair with, like, a little rubber leg on it, you know? Yep. And it's a great gra uh, panfish fly. It's a great bass fly. And so, you know, I'm just showing them some places, and yep. it's easy. You know, we're not having to min line. We're not having to re-pull out line or teach them how to strip it all. You know, it's literally the only thing you're doing is you are grabbing this line to create tension, and if we see this indicator move, we are setting the hook, you know. And, and honestly, too, uh, like a lot of these guys, I mean, we had a Mike McKenna on this trip, which is an abnormality. That, yeah, that doesn't happen. That all doesn't time. happen. Somebody who, for you guys listening, somebody who knows how to fly. Yeah. He's been fishing for like 20-plus years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so – um, a lot of these guys have never done it before. They don't know the quote-unquote right Western-style way to fly fish where you have these tight loops and you cast a dry fly only. Right. They don't know about any of that. So they just – they're there to, like, catch fish. Like, so right. whatever technique that is, that's the goal. Yep. And so that worked great. I mean, we, we were – and the main thing is we were just getting in the right spots and getting our um, fly to where it needed to be. And then we kind of moved around a little bit, and then we found a hole, and that's where we pulled out 10 fish. And one of them was a 
you know, a, good, a little tiny catfish, you know, it was probably six inches long. But Nice. Um, I think he enjoyed catching that catfish. He definitely yeah. did. He was, like, meowing at it. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's right, because you weren't there, no, man. I was like, oh, I didn't man. know that croak like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was meowing at the catfish and everything. And then, because, yeah, they pulled it up, and it's, like, this tiny little catfish. And it's croaking and stuff. <laughs> nice. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Um and then as the day went on a little bit later, as he was being more successful, we tried a couple of different techniques. I did teach him a basic cast, you know, tried to teach him the cadence of, you know, back for it, you know, like and um like that pause in the back and everything. Mm-hmm. And and he got it down a little bit and he he used a little bit more that afternoon. But man, a roll cast for especially for where we're fishing is tried and true and super easy to master. And he that's just what we were gonna use. And so I really, really think from here on out that's how I'm going to start off with everybody, especially if they've never fly fished before, and then just build up from there depending on how how much they want to, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, like, if they're we, – we tied on a, a hopper, and we were getting some strikes, but they were tiny, and he wasn't getting the hook sets. And I'm like, th- it, it's fun to catch a fish on a dry, on a, on a hopper, but at the same time, I'm like, let's go back to what we were doing and actually catching fish, you yeah. know, and having some fun. And so we did that, and he did not complain at all, you know, and we were catching back into catching fish, you know. So um, nice. I thought what was funny, John, who we had on the podcast <coughs> a couple weeks ago, got paired up with Mike. John is the newest fly fisherman of all <laughs> the fishing buddies there, and Mike <coughs> is a very experienced angler. Yeah. And so that mismatch. But every time I watch, like uh, Mike was like putting it in trees, and John was like running over to, to like get it, get it yeah. out of the trees. <laughs> yeah, so was John like, was still yeah. doing great. Yeah, John, buddy uh, stuff. Oh man, John did great. They had, you know, they had a lot of connections. Yeah. <coughs> And so they just had a great time because they were kind of buddies, had connections, and were just having a good time hanging yeah, out. Yeah. 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 So that couldn't have gone any better for, for both of their retreat. You yeah. Know. Zach Harris, what were your highlights of the retreat? Uh, my highlight of this retreat was giving Grant his camera back at the end of the weekend. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's it's hard to say honestly, and I I kind of already spoiled my highlight, and that was hearing Zach and Marvin screaming from the ravine, not because it was funny or anything, but just because that was like that solidified the fact that this is an enjoyable thing to do. This isn't the the whole not the whole weekend is about you know somebody who has cancer and th- having to talk about their their emotions and their feelings going through their their particular issue, but it's it's about having fun, and that that alone proved it. But <coughs> Watching everybody, I didn't see anybody uh, uh, not smiling. You know, everybody was enjoying themselves. And this time, even some of the, the buddies that we hadn't had before, they had the freaking time of their lives, man, yeah. like telling stories to each other. And it, it was just, I don't know. I know that's not really a highlight to the to the weekend, but it was just, it seems like every retreat that I go to, is it just gets better and better. Yeah, I've never, I personally have never witnessed or had any negative experiences with this. I think... I totally agree. Oh, yeah. It's just, I guess that's my highlight is it just keeps getting better. This one was better than the last one, and I'm sure this coming retreat in the fall will be even better, you know? Um, Let me ask you this. Just kind of digging into that a little bit more. Do you actually objectively think that the retreats are getting better, or do you think that all of the retreats are fantastic, but, this recent one is fresh on your mind, and you remember all the little details still. Maybe. And I, so that's why it's better. You know, I'm going to word it differently. <laughs> I don't want to say the retreats are getting better because they've always been amazing. But I, I, you might be right. You might have hit it right on the head there is that 
this is the most recent one, and it's and they're all fantastic. Yeah, it was three days ago. You know, I'm still hyped up from from all the actions. So maybe that's mm-hmm. maybe that's it. I think and also too, like the, your first <coughs> one is pretty emotional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, there's a lot of pressure on that first retreat. You know, then your second one is great. You've worked out the kinks. You're not necessarily as nervous. But you, you know how the retreat goes, you do. and you know but you the keep schedule. It to your first one a little bit, you know, and so I feel like it, uh, for me, I feel like the second one almost kind of like dips a little bit, and then after that, they kind of keep getting better and better, mm. you know. But it's probably because I, it's the most recent. Yeah. Gr- <coughs> oh man, excuse me, <coughs> Grant. What was your highlight of the retreat? So there's, <coughs> golly me too. It's the it's the, <coughs> it's, it's the oak man. It's been killing me for a week now. It's the sulfites. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no way I could nail down just one highlight. But uh, yeah, there's no way I could uh, highlight or figure out just one highlight. I think um, you know, for those who don't know, the buddies aren't really participating in courageous conversations. They're not always necessarily there for like the super maybe kind of heavier stuff in my mind we're there you know we're trying to keep it lighthearted and have a great time we're trying to show these guys a good time or my i observed that's part of the job for a lot of the buddies and stuff is you're there to like hey we're we're having a great time we're fishing we're not thinking about some of the struggles that we're going through we're here um you know just to to keep it lighthearted and um and man, that was just a lot of fun. Just exchanging stories. I just meeting these guys once again. I can't explain. Like, I don't know if this is normal or not. But the participants this time, I mean, they were some of those stories, man. I mean, you're, you're gonna have to bring up the story about Spike stripping down. <laughs> oh were, no, that's not even. That's not even. Man. I mean, that's and then some of the stories he was telling me. Apparently, he was a, a drummer. You know, kind of in in the in the circuit and the the local live circuit and i mean he's got stories with towns van zandt and, and yeah. some of the really nice well, local legends i have so. a great story so um <laughs> for him we were we were filming right and i was trying to be respectful of these guys like maybe they don't want to be in the film um and so like every time i was filming someone hey you guys cool if like we film you while you guys are fishing you know no pressure you guys do your thing we're just kind of here and so we hadn't, none of us had really gotten a lot of footage of him and his buddy yet. And so on the last one, I was like, hey, man, can we film you guys this morning? He was like, you know, that's probably a good idea. So that way my wife doesn't think I was at the titty bar. <laughs> 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 and I was like, all right, game on, man. He was a riot. Dude, he was dude. a riot. Like he these was. guys, like it's like, every retreat, like hilarious. Like the, just the characters and the personalities yeah. that you, you know, and everybody's just. Oh man, the energy was just electric. I mean, it was just amazing, man. The facility, everything was amazing. Well, these dude, these guys fished hard. Like yeah. most retreats, we get guys that want to <coughs> tie flies. They're like, oh man, I want to tie some flies. They just either they either want to do something different, try a new experience, or maybe they're like they're take a nap or yeah, you know, maybe they they're do. like exhausted from the morning, and so they're like, hey, I need to rest up. Maybe we tie some flies, like have a chill, and they've already caught maybe like ten fish so yeah. Saturday morning. So like, okay, I want to try something different. But these guys, man, all these guys fish hard. They're like, no fly tying. We're like eating and fish- fishing. That is like it. eating and yeah. fishing. <laughs> like awesome. we're getting down to it. Are yeah. you are you gonna go ahead and share the the spike waiter story? No, no, I, I won't share that. Oh, on okay, the podcast. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 
No, but there was just to say there was a lot of shenanigans going on. Just say the least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the like they're all a character, you know. Okay. And it, it made it made the weekend memorable for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was my highlight? Um I don't know, man. I uh I just love all the retreats, and I said that you can't say that. Well, let me let me elaborate. <laughs> I wasn't copying your answer. It <laughs> gets better. It's, it's no different than than you and John Zach. Your word was what collective, and his was intercollective. Yeah, it was connection and interconnection. Oh, <laughs> connection, <laughs> interconnection. Just don't put us back to back. <laughs> Do you want to go first? No, nah, we'll put John first. That way. <laughs> <laughs> that we may not. We here. may not even use those. I don't know. We're just anyway. Spitballing. <laughs> Spitballing. Yeah. Um, so I and I haven't been a fishing buddy uh, in a while. I've been a fishing buddy coordinator <laughs> for the past couple of retreats. This time I was behind a camera, and you know I always like watching the fishing buddies have a good time with their participants and like catching those like. Special moments. Like, I spent a lot of time with Jim and Craig. And it was Jim's first time being a fishing buddy. And Craig was having a good time fishing. And I just, like, enjoyed, like, dude, Jim was just telling stories. Craig was laughing. You know how Jim is with the stories. Oh, yeah. And then Craig, you know, Craig was laughing. And they were just having a good time. And Jim was kind of, like, learning how to be a fishing buddy. And I just kind of enjoyed being there for that and just kind of, I don't know, like, uh, like like a step back approach. Like I feel like with Zach, when you were with Marvin, you're just like focused on that. But I w- like really appreciate how the everybody's connecting, kind of like a little bit in a in a bigger picture. And then also, you know, this was Gabe's first time being a fishing buddy coordinator, so I was like, you know, Gabe was doing a great job, and I was like, man, Gabe's killing it. He's everywhere. He's making sure guys are on fish. Um, and and Gabe's style is different than mine, and that's okay. Gabe was doing a great job, and he just wanted to make sure, like, Gabe was like, man, I, all these guys need to catch fish, and he was doing what he could to make that happen, and everybody caught fish. And he was, like, telling guys to move around, this is a good spot to fish. You should try my fly because only my flies catch fish. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I want it to be known the bass that we caught was on a purple Rio getter that I tied. Wait, was it a a Rio getter? No, it was a Frenchie. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. I yeah, just yeah. wanted to clear it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know. Um, All my flies are Frenchies. <laughs> but my, my headspace was in a little bit different place this retreat, too, because we were trying to film, and I really wanted to, like, capture all of these moments that we always see, and I had a big fear that we would miss something. You have a comment, Zach. Go you know, I think it just occurred to me why this retreat felt better than the others because the others I'm in it. I'm a pr- I'm a buddy. This time I got to watch it from the outside. The you first can't time. copy my answer. No, 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 no. I'm saying no, no, no. Listen, listen. No, no, no. I'm you just saying. Me I think you. That's valid for me. This is my first time from the outside. You've done this before. I've yeah. never watched it. Whatever. Keep no, going. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, Zach. no, no, no. I don't know. I w- totally wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. So <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. Wow. I don't know what your answer was. Wow. Just and everything. Wow. <sighs> wow. Sorry, go ahead. So, um, but it was it was a little bit different retreat for me because I was like, 
Well, I always see these great moments at the retreat, but then now that we are like want to do this film thing, it's like how do we make sure that we capture those moments? And did like fear of did we actually like it happened? And I was holding a camera. Like, oh, is the footage going to be good? Was I shaking too much? Was I, like, not holding it very well? Was I, like, not paying attention? Was I yelling because I was excited that the guys were catching fish even though I'm behind a camera and I should zip it and not say anything? Because I was right. definitely yelling. Oh, yeah. Set. 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 Everybody. Yeah. 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 No, because I was definitely at one point, like, the closest person to a bobber. Like, I was on the shore and they were, like, far out, and I, would like, had this, like, great view of, like, the bobber going under and then not seeing anything happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then not seeing anything happen. Set the hook! Set the hook! <laughs> I, I think when Spike caught his bass on that point yep. right there, I think I told him to set. Yeah. I think so. Behind your camera. Yeah. So it wasn't even the GoPro. There's going to be <laughs> Yeah. <there>. yeah. <laughs> That's where we, like, music. That was that yeah. was hard not to do that. It who was. Who was, was joking really. that like the participants are gonna have dreams and nightmares? Uh, that was me, and yeah. that was you and Marvin. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> anything set, set every every ten. Hey seconds. man, sets are free, okay? Yeah. No, I know, yeah. I know. It was just it's funny just watching it again well, from the outside. Yeah. From the outside, I'd, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather than be on it because like so many times I watched the bobber go under. Oh yeah. Nothing happening. Well, nothing and happening. And nothing sometimes, happening. Like, sometimes even as a buddy, though, it's like you can only watch a bobber float by so many times <laughs> yeah. before you're like start to doze off or whatever. Well, no, <laughs> or even see it. you say set, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like okay, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, go ahead and recast. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it happens so slowly. I'd be, I'd just be like. Uh, uh, as they're pulling up, I'd be like, "No, nah, you lost it. Just go ahead and recast." <laughs> there was there was one thing when I was with you and Marvin down in the the by the amphitheater in the ravine. You told him, "Yeah, you see those six over there? You're not gonna hook into those." <laughs> 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 I did, hey, man, because that's why I said we were ripping each other. Because like, man, he caught every tree, every single. Most of them we pulled out, no problem. But I was like, "All right, all right. So let's just you know, let's let's look around. See those sticks over there? Yeah, we're not gonna catch that." <laughs> I don't know about you, Landon, but it was like Camp Capers was so accommodating. We got such a killer interview the very first night. Oh yeah, Raphael killed it in the killed it. Like we, how many? We have two hours worth of interviews, probably, Mm -hmm. an hour forty-five of those is Raphael. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Uh, an hour, an hour, but. We're doing like we're shooting for like ten minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. we're gonna. Yeah, it's like gonna a be, tight ten. It's if gonna we can. be very oh, for interesting. The, the whole video for the film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then and then then like Saturday morning, I was filming uh, Zach and Marvin, and they were killing it. And I was just like, oh my god, is it always like this? This is we're getting gold right now. Yeah. This is amazing. Well, while like, you guys were killing it, you know, it was it was uh, rough times. for me over there. <laughs> yeah. But there was redemption on Saturday after lunch yeah. because I filmed the very first carp hooked by a participant at a real recovery retreat. That's cool. And uh, you know what? Yeah. Weren't there three of them? There were four carp hooked by participants really? this weekend. So I know uh, Mike hooked up Mike once. hooked up once. Skip hooked up once. Confirmed S- by Daniel. Spike. Spike. Yep. And <coughs> uh, Craig hooked up with oh, two. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's wow. Yeah. Four. I didn't know. I didn't hear about the fourth one. That's cool. Now, they were all tragedies. Uh, um, that's usually with <laughs> none of them were landed. <laughs> 
but there were four car pookups, and so um, we won't go into too much detail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no. Let's you do. Know, let's go into detail. I like that's my controversy. Fa- that's, wait, that's actually <laughs> controversy. That's my highlight right there. Okay, go ahead. Gabe leadering a carp and breaking it out. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Shots fired. All right, that's my last time, Gabe. I promise. You're not going to listen to this anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. Carp. First carp. Go yeah. on. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, two carp. <coughs> it, it was like a wild ride. Like, both of them were insanity. I'll just say that just because. Well, uh, real quick, what, what weight rods are these guys fishing? Five weights. And what, what size leader do you think they've got? I have no idea what size leader was on that. <laughs> Probably X. like four-year-old 5X. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but in Craig, first fish that he hooked up with on the fly was a carp. Oh, man. Um, so, talk about setting yourself up for failure. Oh, it was like a disaster. Like, um, he, he like... It's hard enough to, like, learn how to cast and do all that, but then when you actually hook up with a fish, you don't know what to do, and he was, you know, palming the reel and doing all these things. But there's not – teaching someone how to fight a fish is so hard because you can't simulate it other – any other way rod. than actually hooking into fish and fighting fish. And it's always unpredictable. And it's, it's always like, unpredictable. Yeah. Until you get some experience under your belt, Yeah, it's difficult. Craig did a good job. There were a lot of people shouting commands at him. There were mistakes made, mm. but dude, <laughs> <laughs> there were, there were what, wait, mistake? What mistake? I didn't. Can we talk about the mistake again? <laughs> I can't because I said that was my last time. But this somebody could be else a teaching can. podcast, right? So what was the yeah. mistake? Don't let Gabe fish with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but that was my last one actually. <laughs> dude, you know, even though he didn't actually, to be honest, to be honest, one of the carp that he hooked up with was foul hooked. Yeah, but the second one was legit hooked in the mouth. Um, but man, he didn't care. He was like, "Dude, that was nuts!" Like fish screaming line off of his reel, and he was pumped. And then right after that, he was catching fish, and so uh, man, he had a great time. You think that might have ruined fly fishing for him? Because he's gonna go to the river now and catch a bunch of three-inch bluegill, and it's just <laughs> not gonna be the same. <laughs> I don't ride know. or ride. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> ride or ride. Well, he hasn't landed one yet, so now he's uh, he's, yeah, he's got true. goals. That's right? true. Right? Gosh, I can't imagine on a five-weight rod hooking into a car. I cool. well, you know, we haven't even talked about the best story yet. Well, I'm what real quick. Oh, 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 okay, go ahead. Zach. I'm gonna go back to the Gabe thing. Gabe did tell me that that fish when he he was trying to pull it out of a, like a pothole, essentially. That that fish was just it locked itself down and wasn't moving, so he's trying to pull it. I mean, I don't think they would have landed that fish anyway. It sounds like it would have been hard pressed. Yeah. To land, like yeah. Even if that did like that didn't happen, to be honest, it we probably wouldn't have landed that fish. I mean, technically, because like you said, it was probably like five year old. Like if yeah. they were using the real recovery gear, <coughs> I mean, that's got to be like a five X liter, like a four X liter. I mean, technically, it was a four X liter, and it. Probably was new because I put them on in, in that day. Oh, okay. So forex leader. Okay. In some water. I don't know how that's long a legal. That's a legal land, actually. So Gabe actually helped him land his first carp. He leadered the fish. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Right. Everyone says that leadering a fish counts, but it sure doesn't feel like it counts. <laughs> There's some <laughs> fish though that that's all you can do though, right? Like okay. tarpon. It, it can't you do that? Or you can't pull them out of the water in Florida? Like you have to leader them and do all that. 
Isn't it, isn't I think that in like tournaments, yeah, it's like if you hit that leader, I think right. it's it points. Counts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it sure doesn't feel like it. And even like I've done some tarpon fishing, and yeah, like oh, if you reel, if you wear them out enough to get them <coughs> to the boat, and you can touch the leader, it counts. But I would rather like fish in the mouth, like hands in the mouth of that fish, holding onto it. Like to me, even though you can't pull it in the boat, jumping in the water. I'm holding that fish. That counts as a landed fish. Like I feel that. Le- touching the leader, that doesn't feel like a landed fish. That I feels feel that. like there's still a battle See, but that the, hasn't been finished. Those breakoffs, like you kind of said already, those breakoffs are what keep us coming back. Yeah. That's right. So heartbreaks. Yep. So the best story of the weekend didn't even happen on the grounds of Camp Capers. That's sauce. The leaky no, no Zach can tell. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so Zach walks outside. We're at the house, chilling, have a good time. Oh, mind you, we're like I'm, we're kind of partying. Oh, yeah, that. like we're yeah. You guys time. sure you want to talk about <laughs> yeah. this? Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Nobody I, looks good at this story. <laughs> <laughs> I am nailing ring toss, just like I'm on. All right. Hey, <laughs> you got to ex- ring toss. It's not the ring like washers. It's ring. It's hanging from a, a, string. a string, string on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. get it off the hook. Is that what it's called? Ring on the string. But it oh. could be, right? Ring on a string. <laughs> yeah, ring on a string. I'm like, this, I've had years of real recovery practice. Zach set the string up, and it was like the perfect length, and I thank was you. just thank you. I was just on it. So on it. thank you, Zach. Yeah. Um, eight for ten, right? Eight for ten at eight, one point. Yeah, yeah eight yeah, out of ten man. at Nobody one point. Nobody saw it, but Jim. No, Jim saw say it. That. Yeah, that's what I said. Nobody <laughs> saw it. He <laughs> <laughs> paid Jim so, off. <laughs> so we're hanging. Hey, man, nice ball of scotch. Yeah. I'll tell you anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're hang, I'm hanging out outside. Zach opens the do- <laughs> opens the door, and I'm like, no, the door's it, already open. No, the door's <laughs> already open. I was just going in to like grab a beer real quick. <laughs> and then Zach. No, I was going in to turn the game on to get the score. Yeah, so, yeah. And then Zach says. There's water. No, no, I said the fan is leaking. The fan, fan is, is yeah. leaking. Okay. Now, because I walk in to turn on the TV, and the fan in the living room, the house we're all staying at, is literally leaking water in the you middle know, of the living room. Do you know how many people in the history of people have walked out of the house and said the fan is leaking? Yes, I didn't walk out of the Nobody. house. I shouted from the living room with a sense of urgency. Even <laughs> said, hey, <laughs> the fan is leaking. And you guys all looked at me like, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, what are we going to do? Okay. There's water pouring from the fan. electrical you, you know fan what? is I leaking. Like, I was you know, like, I'm not sure if I believe that. Yeah, no. You know what went through yeah, my mind? I could tell from the look on everybody's face. You know what went exactly through what, what went through so my mind was uh uh Zach, uh what kind of did like someone like slip you some drugs <laughs> in your drink or like what's going on? You know, this no. is so unbelievable. The the record scratched everybody was like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I feel like the door slowly closed. I said that and everyone just like looked at me for a second. And then everyone went right back to exactly <laughs> what they were doing. And I was like, nobody else seems to get This is going to be something we need to deal with now. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, it, this was funny, too. What eventually happened is, I guess, people came to believe Zach. And we went in there. <laughs> yeah. And there was literally like and a everyone, stream of water exactly. coming from <laughs> And it was like, fan. oh, shit, the fan's leaking. leaking. And I'm like, who could have told you? <laughs> who could have told you? And it was leaking. So, I'm in there shoving couches by myself, putting it in the trash can underneath the fans, collecting water. The best part, uh, you know, some someone had to s- tell the news to Gabe. I don't know who told him. That. And Gabe had, like, was, like, exhausted. He had a back. His, his back, back was, was all hurting. sore. He was <laughs> and, all grumpy. And someone said, you know, like, hey, we're going to need to tell Ash about this. 
And he like hangs his head and he's like, oh god. And I'm like, now I'm it's like, like, what was it like? Eleven thirty at night? Yeah, right? it was okay, like eleven. So Asher's probably already asleep. Yeah, yeah. Go, on, go on. And uh, and uh, <laughs> someone tells Gabe. And he's basically and literally like Gabe had pulled in yeah. as I yelled yeah, this out, so yeah. he didn't even hear me say it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he like once Gabe got the word and like realized it was a real situation, he like hung his head, <laughs> and I was like, "How's it feel being fishing fishing buddy coordinator?" Because <laughs> normally, like. When I've been fishing buddy coordinator before, it's like the AC wasn't working. So I'm the guy calling Asher <laughs> yeah. to make to like see what the deal is, like, and see hey, what we can what do. Can we do? Yeah, yeah, the see time what we the, can do. the cows had gotten out and the cops were there all late at night. Oh, yeah. like, there's yeah. always something. There's no, always something. Right. I'm like, I'm think, calling Asher. I think and Gabe had to make the call this I year. I think yeah. Zach pouring a bottle of water in the fans the best one so far. <laughs> 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 he just needed some attention for the night. Nobody yeah. was talking to Nobody him. Nobody was I was in there and being like, nobody came in. They just asked me to be the bitch get the score (laughs) (laughs) oh man we also got wings one night that was fun yeah it's sauce yeah Yeah, it was your birthday zach uh yeah, it was. We celebrated. We, we did celebrate. I, celebrated. I got to taste test the entire <laughs> shop menu. <laughs> <laughs> they all tasted the same after a while, though. That's it was fun because sometimes we didn't even know what was going to show up. We were no. just like, "Hey, order him a shot." Well, we're like, waitress. "Hey, what's the pink one?" And they're like, "Okay, I got y'all." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's literally what happens. The, po- the waitress at first came up. She was all happy. Hey, happy birthday. Gave me my shot. By like the sixth one, she was like, happy birthday. <laughs> 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 I'm concerned about you. Here you go. Also, you can make I, better friend choices. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised by the bill when we got. <laughs> me <laughs> I too. Was like, I, was like, I don't think we did that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, gratuity was included that's in the true. total. Yeah. That's Yeah, that's because so without <laughs> that, actually, it would have been reasonable. Yeah. That's true. That's and true. then Landon's like, I'm going to add a little bit more. And we're all like, well, shit, none of us are going to be the cheap ones. Well, <laughs> okay, you know, I'm going to be honest. Usually when, like, if they're bringing drinks and they're pretty good with the food, like, they get $10 right off the bat from me. Yeah. And my yeah. bills by myself is usually 30 So what is that, 30%, 30% or whatever? Like, they deserve it. So she did Oh, yeah, job. no. Yeah, yeah, the included no, was sure. only five, like, five bucks. So yeah. we just had another five. And yeah. she got, she probably got between five and ten from each of us, if I had yeah. to guess. Yeah, it wasn't bad. She walked out. All right, that night, that's for sure. Yeah, I bet she can't wait till September. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the next? The next real recovery. So, well, maybe I don't know when. It, when is the next one? September. September. September yep. Yeah. Yep. A veterans only. Veterans mm-hmm. only. So, if, if you know a veteran that has or has had or has had cancer. They need to sign up for the retreat. And if, if they're worried about what kind of experience they're going to have, like, oh, is this going to be Let me just say it how Mike McKenna said it because, Mike, <coughs> if you're listening to this, we love you. We have been trying to get Mike to go on a retreat for a, to sign up for a long time. I think it t- took a lot of guys, like, working on him, like, hey, man, you really need to do this. You really need to do this. And he's like, no, no, no. I kind of didn't really want to. And um, after the retreat, we did a post interview with Mike, a post retreat interview with Mike, and he basically said that like he originally didn't want to come, like he loved the organization, maybe wanted to volunteer, but didn't want to come as a participant. But he said that he was extremely happy that he signed up. You know, if he also thanked several people for like encouraging him and making him essentially come yeah. that weekend. He was like, I was there when he was like, "Hey, thank you so much for for." Making me come to this, essentially. Yeah. For anybody who's unsure, there are some moments at the retreat where you, you know, you 
I don't want to say you're expected to open up, but you're encouraged to open up and discuss your your you know if you're going through any hardships with your situation or your feelings. But ninety percent of the retreat is a party. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's you know we're we're cutting up with each other. The food is fantastic. The fishing is cool. The water's nice. It's a really beautiful area. It's just you you can't miss. This is a good and place no one to... has ever regretted coming on a retreat. Ever. No, everybody is like, oh man, this is amazing. I want to tell everybody. I know. There was <coughs> net one negative review from this retreat. Actually, not it wasn't a negative review, but it was like, oh, if you could do anything, uh, Spike left on his. Uh, you know, little thing that he filled out after the retreat. He's like nighttime cat fishing. Oh, that's not a bad idea. That'd be cool. Yeah, he's like he, he wished there was nighttime. Because he wanted fishing. to throw like stink bait. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 You know, yeah. he wanted to do the, like the real, real deal cat that's fishing. Not a bad yeah. idea, honestly. You're gonna say something? Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, yeah, just the energy with everybody. I mean, the camp, all the people that work for the camp. I mean, all the everything, just the energy. Man, and the camp was super accommodating to like the whole retreat, but. Even to us specifically for filming, we went to the office because we were like, hey, we're trying to do these interviews. We want to make them look really good. And a person from the camp, like, walked us around to a couple of the houses that nobody was staying in. They're like, we could do here. And we're like, nah, you know, this isn't going to look good, you know. And kind of, like, walked us around. And we eventually ended up, like, at the bishop's house, basically. And he wasn't going to be there that weekend. They're like, if you guys need to set up in here, feel free you know, they let us have the house for the weekend to, like, keep our camera gear, set lights up, do interviews in, and it was super accommodating. That's really cool. And I'm pretty sure we put it back exactly how it was. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we took pictures. We, we I think we did a pretty good <coughs> yep. job. So, um, shout out to Camp Capers. They're always, they always go above and beyond. They really do. Mm-hmm. For and like say, everyone who works and, there is just. How much, mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to sign up and do this, what is it going to cost them anything? It does not cost a participant anything need, other need, than to arrive there. So they the need, gas do, money to get there. Do they need gear? They don't need any gear. Lies, leaders, Rob, real waiters, boots. No, it's all supplied for yep. them. Yep. So all they could be somebody who's never even stepped foot in a river, and they're going to have everything they need nice, right there at their fingertips. Nice accommodations. Um, all, all, you gotta meals. Do, all you got to do is show up and participate. Same thing with the fishing buddies. Um, doesn't cost anything to be a volunteer. All you got to do is show up and participate. And there are extracurricular fishing buddy activities that take place um, after after that are a good time. <laughs> yes, like water coming out of a ceiling fan. Yes. Hey man, <laughs> that was a story. We I missed because I went to the staff meeting the uh, game winning shot. Oh yeah, by San Diego State. San Diego State. That was crazy. Yep, and then they got smoked last night yeah, by UConn. Like Dude, UConn dominated everybody that they played the whole tournament. Yeah. Am I the only one with wine? I sure am. Let's f- let's fix that. <laughs> Bottoms up. Retreat Zach. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Retreat Zach is a different animal. <laughs> Film Zach. He was so tired of holding a camera all day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Little GoPro. How did you like the staff meeting, Zach? I mean, I don't think we should go into too much detail about what goes on at the staff meeting, but this this was your first staff meeting. Mm-hmm. That it happens every night at, like, 9 p.m. You know what? I was, I was expecting, so... I've been to, I don't know how many, probably, uh, let's just say a handful. I don't know how exactly how many retreats I've been Six. to. I've been keeping track of my retreats. <laughs> what a freaking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, I'm just guessing. I've never been to uh, the staff meeting before, and I was, honestly, it, hmm, 
it went different than I expected, but it went exactly as I expected. Does that make any sense? No. None whatsoever. Yeah, it no, wasn't I supposed honestly to. lost me from the second one. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's like... <laughs> so, okay, it was all of the, the staff, which is considerably older than the most of the buddies, right? We're, all, we're pretty... Fit, well, I guess not anymore. We're all freaking 30 now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, you know, there was, there was serious talk about the retreat and everything. You know, they were discussing, you know, things that went on and how everybody's reacting and... and I think at one point talking numbers and stuff like that. You know, it felt like it felt like I was at work, but at the same time, like I would throw my stupid little one-liners out, and everybody would laugh. So it was like I wasn't. I guess I wasn't expecting to be able to joke as much as I did. So that's why I say it didn't go as I expected it to. But at the same time, it was going exactly as I expected. I don't know. Don't listen to me. It was cool. I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, uh, Zach was offered a promotion. Yep, I am. Uh, I'm the water boy. Now, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be training nice. to be the water boy. Yeah, uh, fishing buddy coordinator. Yeah, Do it training with me on the next retreat. So I guess not gonna get to be a buddy next time either. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> at least I don't have to hold a camera next time. Maybe. Well, no. They, yeah, they'll probably. Well, you just gotta take some like cell phone like photos. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But that's, that's normal. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be cool. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I I like being a part of this organization. So yeah. it is. It's two weekends and I look forward to every year. Yep, and I and I've told a lot of the higher ups, like, look, man, I don't care if you just want me to come here and tie flies and they watch me tie flies, whatever. Like, I just want to be a part of it. It's yeah. Yeah. anything it's, I can do to help. It's, spe- it's special. It is. It, it r- is. Honestly, it really is. Like, I don't know many other organizations that are kind of doing what they're doing. It's pretty yeah. great. Um. <coughs> Man, I had a thought, and it just left my mind. I don't remember what I was going to say. I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> it's okay. Completely gone. Save it for another day. Yeah. All right, guys. So, we are still maybe transitioning to one podcast every two weeks instead of a podcast every <coughs> week. So... For those of y'all listening, well, we got some feed- feedback on it. Uh, Jim seemed positive towards the every other week. Jim was positive towards the every, every other week. Uh, we've gotten some messages on Instagram that were kind of like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do on the off week, but it sounds like what you guys are going to be doing is cool. So I'm with it. Um, so basically, we are considering probably going to switch the podcast to every other week. That hasn't officially started yet, although we just skipped a week, but uh, that was not on purpose. Um, and so we're going to try to move to every other week, but what we're going to do with that is put on a higher quality production for you guys. We're going to try to live stream it, so if you guys want to watch and comment on the podcast while we're recording, you'll be able to. There will be a video version of the podcast, and then that will allow us opportunity to take clips from the podcast and post them on social media for quick highlights and things like that. So we're <coughs> going to try to do a higher production, um, but do it every other week. And the reason we're doing that is because, I don't know, it just feels like we've been doing this for a long time. What episode number is this? One 130, f- 140. 140. It's maybe 140. No, it's like 139, I thought. Aww. Okay, that's fine. Either way, this is episode 139, 140. We've pretty much, except for a couple weeks, 
have gone every single week for a hundred and almost forty weeks. So I would say if we are 140 out of 150. That would probably be a realistic, um, a realistic number that we've hit over the past couple of years we've been doing this. And I think it's exciting for us to change some things. We'll put, you know, be able to put some more effort into the podcast. And then if you guys want to watch it and see clips and all that great stuff, and as well as try to get better guests. So. Um, not that none of not yeah, that sorry, any of our guests sorry, have been sorry, Grant. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah. But we've, we've got some guests in the works that are going to be pretty cool. Uh, you know, Guadalupe Bass research and just try to try to get that going. So um, if you guys have any commentary on that, you need to message us. Specifically, if you have negative commentary on that, or let pro, us know. Or pro. Or positive. Right, because if, if we feel like we're only getting negative. That's true. Like, if oh. you have commentary on it, shoot us a message. That way, we'll consider it. Um, or even if, if you're neutral, be like, hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whatever, man. Shoot us a message so that way we can hear it out. I don't know. Uh, especially if, if it's well thought out and you guys, like, are sincere about your thoughts, then we'll definitely take them into consideration either way. Exactly. So, um, I selfishly love every week, but that's just me. <laughs> oh, are you? Okay, I look great. forward to it because, you know, Danny Brown show comes on on Tuesdays, and then Honeywell, it's like my – Back to back. Like, oh, we're oh good. yeah. What day's your brewing day? Because I could see you like on your brewing day, like putting headphones in and just oh, podcasting that's, all that's day. every day. That's basically like, that's every it, day. Yeah, yeah. exactly how it happens. Yep. Yep. Cool guys. You got anything else? We missing anything? Honey hole hates trash. Don't forget. Zach, don't forget to pick up that beer can. It's on <laughs> your property, brother. It looks on you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pick it up. It won't count for me if I pick up trash on my own property. I could just take the trash that out. Doesn't to the count dumpster. for him either. Yeah, he's part of it now. Yeah, I can't. He can't win unless it's your beer can. But I can still pick up trash, Zach. That's true. I'm, you know, still a good. Yeah, if I don't get anything out of it, I am picking up shit. Wow! Wow! You all heard it here <laughs> first. <Wow. laughs> <laughs> We're gonna clip that. Yeah, there's your controversy. Yeah, right yeah. Right there. <laughs> We're, gonna, We're gonna clip that and make oh, it a button. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Well, wait. Before we go, I just want to throw one thing out there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I said this on my Instagram post earlier today, and I'm gonna say it again because who, I like who, starting who shit. Who saw that? Huh? Who saw that? Who saw what? Your Instagram post. What are you talking about? I just said I said something on my Instagram post that I was going to say here on the podcast because I, I like to start shit. Oh, okay. Go start ahead. It. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead red fishing it. and carp fishing are exactly the same. That's that's all. <coughs> you can't just you you can't just stop on that. No. Why? Go ahead, Grant. If you can feed a carp, you can feed almost <coughs> any fish. Well, I'm going to tell you, I okay. have a lot so of friends. No, they're not. I have a lot of friends. Because I will reverse that. If you can feed a redfish, that does not mean that you can feed a carp. No. So that they are not exactly the same. Carp fishing is more difficult listen, than red fishing. We're not Dang, supposed to open up the whole topic we're not supposed for a podcast. That was the point is to leave closing. everybody hanging and piss them off. That way they start messaging us, whether it be good or bad, and then we get content. Yeah. You guys just <clears throat> ruined it. Thanks a lot. I've not had the opportunity to fish for a permit, but I can imagine it is what similar. Carp fishing to permit fishing? Oh man, I don't know, but I've heard that you know, obviously, permit are are, are very tricky. I can you've caught agree both. that permit are extremely tricky, and I would say my carp odds like I've caught more carp on probably less casts 
Okay. Than permit fishing. All right. Gotcha. Hey, do you so. have anything else that's going to make somebody mad? And we'll end on that. Nope, that's about all I had. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, well, hey, people will still get mad about it. Yeah. I like it. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers. Look in the description below to find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog. Please send your podcast questions and inquiries to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next week.